0: We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. I told people this was going to work and nobody believed me. Now I have evidence that it's working. We're about to turn up. Welcome to the Founder Success Methods Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Chris, and on this show... We're focused on helping founders get paid. We wanna help you build that SaaS company, grow that startup. We interview some top founders from around the world and listen to their marketing strategies. How do they get to where they are? Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a thing. Ah, hello founders. This is my I told you so moment. So yes, I'm gonna be a little egotistical today because for years I've been telling people my process and my plans on what I'm doing, how I'm gonna do it and all of that. Nobody believed me, nobody wanted to listen. If you aren't following me on Twitter, let's connect, hit me up at Chris podcasting. So I've been working really, really hard the last couple weeks, the last couple months on pod center, my new platform for podcast management, calling it the hub spot for podcasters. And the beautiful thing is my other show, the business of podcasting is doing really well and not in the sense of getting a ton of downloads, but it's generating users for my platform. I literally, I kid you not somebody listen to the show. They love what they heard. Then they sent me an email. They sent me an email asking about the product that I mentioned on the show. I sent them my short eight minute webinar and they set up a demo. And that is my first paying user. I'm saying this is a, I told you so moment because this is something I've planned for the last three, maybe four years. I explain this to people, even in the podcast industry, and they told me it wasn't possible. I'm here to remind founders that you don't have to listen to those people that exist in the industry. Because the truth is the people that exist in the industry, they have things going a certain way. And that's what made it successful for them, right? It worked for them. So that's what they want to be successful. They don't want anything to change because if they're at the mountaintop with how things are going now, why in the hell would they want to give up their seat? You know, they don't want to give it up. They like the way it's going. So a mistake I made in 2020, late, well, early 2021 was going to a lot of these industry leaders, having conversations, showing them the platform, giving them insight to what I'm building and what I'm doing. And I got their feedback and most of them told me it was a bad idea. You shouldn't do this. I got literally, I can give you a ton of names in the podcast industry that told me this and you'd be shocked to hear the names. And I had a lot of people in marketing too, that told me it's not possible to generate leads from your podcast. It's not possible to get paying users from your podcasts. I heard that well over 50 times. I kid you not. I spent, man, I spent uh, over a year and a half having these conversations doing my market research before I started building anything. And it was amazing to get insight from these people that are leading the industry because, you know, you always want to learn from them. You want to connect with them and see what they think about what you're doing, because you believe, man, I need their approval. I need them to tell me this works or not. And the truth is you don't, that's the truth. You do not need their approval because they're always going to see it from their own selfish perspective, which I'm not mad at them for it. But I think when you're a founder or a new founder and you're starting out, it's hard to sometimes go with the path that you believe is best. You want to get feedback from everybody else and see what they think and how they feel about it. But then you all, you start to forget, like, this is what I believe to be possible. And for a second, I did lose focus in that way. And so I want to kind of lay out my process of what I did to get a user from my podcast. Cause it was very, very simple. Number one is I know the content that my audience wants. Even though I have been doing podcasting for years, I had a production agency for years, and I have the experience so I know what the pain points are of my ideal prospects. I also have been doing research, talking to them three, four hours a day, talking to these prospects, seeing what they're struggling with, seeing what they want, seeing what solutions they've tried. Right. All of that, just learning from them and just hearing from them, not trying to put my bias on it or anything. My beliefs have nothing to do with it. I want to hear from them. And it's interesting because that opened my eyes to a lot and I learned a lot. Then the next step was creating content based on that. Recording great podcast episodes like I'm doing now, sitting and breaking things down, answering some of their questions, giving them some solutions completely free through my content. 10, 15 minute episodes on a podcast. And the beautiful thing about doing it on the podcast, I believe, is I like the ease of it. I think this is why I think every founder should have a podcast, because if you wanna do a YouTube video, right, it's gonna take a lot more work to get a great YouTube channel set up. It's gonna be harder to reach your prospects and all that stuff. It just, it's it's a bigger hill to climb. Like if you wanna grow a YouTube channel, it's gonna cost you a lot of time or a lot of money. If you want to have these conversations with your prospects on a podcast, it's not going to cost you a lot. And if you want to grow the show, you can put money into it to grow it faster. Just get on other shows like yours. Pretty simple. So every founder should be communicating their understanding of their prospects problems on a podcast and then giving them solutions on the show. Because if you give them solutions on the show, that's going to make them believe in your software that much more right? Like you have email marketing software and you have a whole podcast about email marketing. They're probably going to trust you more because you teach them every week how to improve their email marketing, right? Pretty self-explanatory, pretty simple then i think the next step that really really works is having a great call to action this is the area i think most podcasts fail is having a great call to action set up because had i got on the show and told them hey go and sign up and hey go and pay for this they probably wouldn't they probably would stop right there and not really have an interest in taking the next step to joining the brand and being a part of the community and being a user the problem I think a lot of founders have when it comes to marketing is they don't do the nurturing. You just skip that. You try to sell everybody. And when you do that, you limit the value of your product. You got to let them see the value through everything else that you do, through the content you put out, through the partnerships that you have, the people you're connected to through the solutions you provide to them through that content. Even if it's going to be a one-on-one call, then you let them measure the value themselves. You don't tell them what the value is. You let them measure the value themselves. I'm not gonna sit here and tell you what the price is and why it costs, I don't need to validate any of it. I'm gonna put great content out so you can see how valuable it is. You can see how valuable I am, how valuable the the brand is. This approach is great because then when you do tell them what the price is, they're like, wow, really? That's pretty cheap. And sometimes cheap can be negative, but in this sense, cheap is positive because you give them so much value. they think it's going to cost more than it does. That's the game changer. And so when the call to action, I'm not trying to say, hey, go and sign up and buy now. Now, I would do that if it was like a Black Friday sale or something like that. Yeah, if you're doing a hard sale, then I get it. But I think for, for SaaS products specifically, it is way, way better for you to give them something else to take that action. I know the first step I want my listener to take is to join my newsletter. That's the first one. Because if you're on a newsletter, I can then nurture you into a sale. But if I try to sell to you up front and you say no, then I lost you. If I get you on a newsletter, I have until you unsubscribe to sell you. And the truth is, I'm not trying to sell you that fast. Anyways, I want you to buy when you see the value in it. I'm not trying to press you into selling because then you'll just be an annoying ass customer asking for a refund or you'll uh, be missing payments. Or I, I don't know if anybody has experienced this, but when you work with people that don't see the value in what you're doing, those are usually the worst clients and customers because you talk them into buying and they didn't really want to buy. Now, They feel like you owe them something because they didn't didn't see the value there. So they're looking for a higher level of value. So to avoid all of that, the best thing you can do is put the value on display through content and have a great call to action and nurture. Even if you're pre-selling, if you are selling, if the product is open, I don't care. Nurture the prospect because then when they join a community, they feel like they have to sign up. They feel like they're missing out. You know, but if you pressure them into selling, into buying the first time you you can, they're not going to buy from you. And then especially if you have some software that's like over 50 bucks a month, that's a like they got to think about that. There are some people out there who have to think about the $20 a month fee, you know, so you want to set it up to where when they say yes, it's a confident yes. That's my goal personally. And then when you're nurturing them, you want to continue to answer their questions and continue to provide that. I don't even like saying provide value. I would say specifically provide solutions. Go to your prospects and ask them what their problems are and then provide solutions to them. That's how you do it. This is a solution. This is how you solve this problem. I know you have this specific problem. Here's the specific solution. That approach has never once failed me. And I used to think, man, what if I give them so much they don't want to buy from me? And they take it and they go do. That's a scarcity way of thinking. And it's just not healthy. You got to be so confident in what you're doing that you're willing to put it all out there. All of it, everything. And I'm telling you, the best part is you open so many doors when you do it that way. Because then people start to see how great you are. But if you want to hide all your greatness behind the paywall, ain't nobody going to see it. Because then people have to take a chance on you and they don't know you like that. Honestly, they just, they don't. So that's how you get that product out there and you really build it up is you stop trying to hide everything. And i would say uh uh, the last part of this is when you are selling in the beginning for the pre-sale i think you should have an insane offer my favorite books right now is alex hermosi's hundred million dollar offers and that's how i set up all of my offers even with the software it's like my mindset was okay if i want to charge them x amount of dollars per month what's 10 times that okay that's 10x now if they pay me 10x if they pay me this price right here 10x of what i want to charge what would I give them? That just blows my mind every time I do it. I literally sit in front of my massive whiteboard and I ask myself, if somebody were to pay me 10 times the price of what I'm charging, what would I give them? That's how I've created offers that sell like crazy because I'm not creating it with the mindset of, oh, well, let me limit this and I'll do this for the upsell. I think, man, What can I put in here? Like, what's the most I could put in here without it being too much? I'm going to just go and give away as much as I can and go crazy with it. Do as much as I possibly can. And that's what I've been doing here. And that's why it's working really, really well. And I have these offers set up for these events. And this is kind of a pro tip. I think when you're launching a product and I've never seen anybody talk about this. So this is like a pro tip right here. When you're launching a product, I think what you should do is have events inside of other communities where your prospects are. So for example, if you were releasing a copywriting tool, right? If you're releasing a copywriting tool that's gonna help marketers write copy or whatever, some software, I don't know. The best thing to do is to find three to five communities where copywriters are present, right? Create a partnership with the people who run those companies or those communities and then you do a special presentation a webinar a demo inside of that community because the best part about that is you're putting the greatness on front street again that's what you want to do is you want to show how great it is how great you are up front very rarely when you take it that route do you lose because even if people don't buy right there in front of you they always come by later but if you have that, that no brainer offer ready to go, that just it's irresistible and it's just incredible and it blows people away. You can't lose. I think that's what goes into a really, really powerful launch is like you connect with the people that are already running the communities that you want to be a part of. Yeah, You can start building your own community. You had a newsletter you're working on, all of that stuff. That's great. But the best thing you can do is build a partnerships with the people that are leading those communities. You want to connect with them. They should know your name. You should know how many kids they got. You should know their favorite sports team. Like you need to build a relationship with these people because then even some of them I've connected with some who are like, I don't even want you to pay me. I just want you to set up a special deal for my community. So I can have this deal for a lifetime and they can always get access to it because that makes us look good as a brand. And boom, you have a successful partnership. Like it's so simple. And I just think that mar- marketing is way too overcomplicated for founders right now. It's not that difficult. You make great content, Based on what your prospects tell you to have problems with, you put that out on some medium. My argument is going to be podcasting, as you would guess, but it still could be videos. It could be blogs. It could be a private newsletter. It could be any of that. You could do it any way you want to, but you got to have a content factor. And then you want to connect with winners in your industry. You don't have to go and pay them always up front, but you build some kind of partnership where they win and you win. And I guarantee you will be successful. I just. I really think we overcomplicate this process of getting our products out there to the right people. We can make it simple. If we prioritize the people stop being selfish and fearful and think about the people you want to provide value to that right there is going to change the game for you. And I'm just really excited for what's going on with pod center. So if you're a podcaster out there, you listening to this, I appreciate you. Number one, Number two, you can join our newsletters. Link down in the description box down below. I'm still doing in public updates, all of that stuff on Twitter. Hit me up. I'm talking to founders. I got another podcast I'm going to be starting soon. Um, Talking to angel investors, VCs, all that stuff. Like I'm really getting deeper into this. So if you're listening to this, I appreciate you, man. I appreciate y'all for rocking with me. Let's connect. You know what I'm saying? Let's connect. I love connecting with people and building relationships and all of that. Check out the newsletter, man. I'll see you next time. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.